The boy is eating. The boy is your Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You're listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Raya Waika. Today, we're chatting about communication in the workplace. When Paige and I arrived to Chile, we were surprised by workplace communication. It's different than what we're used to in the United States. So we'll be unpacking that today and letting you know what we think. So remember, if you're getting lost as we're talking, if we're talking too fast, if you miss a vocabulary word, you can always check out our transcript and guide on our website. So to start off, we have to talk about the gold standard here. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Did you have a WhatsApp (laughs) before you arrived in Chile? Absolutely not. I, I had heard of WhatsApp, but only vaguely, and I'd never used it. Exactly. I used it when I went abroad for traveling, but I never in a million years thought to use it for work. No, no, because for me, in my work, texting is personal. That's how you talk to your family, your friends, but email is professional. In my past workplaces, email was how you communicated. So I was constantly using my Gmail account and my Microsoft Outlook account. I could never imagine texting a client. And that is what is normal here in Chile. If you send an email, you won't get a response. But if you send a WhatsApp, they will respond immediately. Right, or chances are good that you'll get a response quickly and efficiently. It's crazy. It's really cool. And it's interesting because you see on billboards for companies and I'll have not an email address, but a WhatsApp number. Right. For communications, if you want to book a paddle cord, if you want to book a reservation at a restaurant, they suggest that you WhatsApp them. I booked a tour when I had family visiting in Chile, and they said, contact us on WhatsApp for a reservation. And so I I sent them, hey, I'm looking for a tour. They responded immediately. They followed up. They texted me the day of to let me know when they were picking us up. And then they even texted me afterwards with follow-up questions about our experience. It was such a highly responsive system, but it also felt really personal to be talking one-on-one with somebody through messages in this way. It's interesting because since I've been in Chile, I use email less. Me too. Sometimes I forget to check my email because the majority of my personal and business contacts, they're on WhatsApp. And it's interesting, you were telling me you read this article where emails really are rarely opened. Yeah, so I did some research, and I was reading this article from the Harvard Business Review that focuses on WhatsApp in Brazil. And this researcher said that a good open rate for an email is 22%, whereas 98% of messages are opened and read on WhatsApp. 98%. Wow. When I hear that, I think, okay, no one's reading my emails. I know. Maybe I should stop (laughs) sending them. It's so different when you do something your whole life is sending emails. That is the professional way. That's what you do. But now, 
no, when you're here, if you're working here, you should send WhatsApp. That's what people prefer, and that is the most responsive, clearly, from the research right. way of communication. That's the best way of getting a quick response. The thing that worries me is, does this mean that we can never stop working? Because if you have your phone with you 24 hours a day, right, even right next to your bed while you're sleeping... I mean, of course, people can send emails to your phone, too, but something about receiving a WhatsApp message, it feels like you have to open it and respond because they can see when you're online, they can see if you've read the message. I feel like with an email, the expectation for a response is maybe a couple days. With a WhatsApp message, maybe a couple hours. I think the beauty of the app, and I like this as it's different from text messaging, is you can see when you get a WhatsApp, but you can make the decision to not open it, right. and the sender thinks you haven't read it. Yes. <laughs> so you know, ah, Mariah sent me a message. I don't feel like responding. I'm going to not open it, and right. she'll think I didn't read it, and I have more wiggle room to right. not respond. Right, that's so that, fair. So that is a little nice about WhatsApp. That is fair. But when you do open it, you have instant pressure of, I need to respond. Yeah. They know I opened it. Totally. Like, those little blue check marks are there. Now I have to follow through. The, the article said that in Brazil, WhatsApp kind of started out with small businesses, but now it's grown and major real estate companies are using it, even government offices are utilizing WhatsApp to connect with constituents. What's interesting, too, is that text messaging outside WhatsApp is not common. You can not have a Chilean phone, which, which I do, and I could count on my hand how many times I have texted someone or called someone. It's right. all through WhatsApp, personal right. and professionally. Also because it's a more affordable option. It's more accessible. I mean, texting and calling is expensive. And, of course, with WhatsApp, if you want to use WhatsApp out in the world, outside of a Wi-Fi zone, you need to pay for data. But when you're in a Wi-Fi zone with WhatsApp, the entire world is at your fingertips. With data being expensive, text messaging, calling, is that the culture here is to use voice messages. Voice messages! That was so new to me. Never in a million them. years have I used one in the U.S. It's just not part of the culture, but here... They I love them so much. That is that is the, the that is the new text message is a voice message. Yeah, a little voice memo. I I actually love it. I think it's more personal. I think it's really time efficient. And it's hilarious to me because think about voicemail. Who leaves voicemails anymore? Right? When you call somebody and it says like, "Hey, this is Mariah. Thanks for calling." Nobody leaves voicemails anymore. But an audio message is legitimately a tiny voicemail. It's almost a step back in time into that more personal phone call type of culture. I think the best part of it is that it's so efficient. I can leave a voice memo when I'm driving a car, right. when I'm driving a bicycle, when I'm walking and I'm trying to pay attention to where I'm going. Is right. It's something you can just do on the go, wherever, whenever. Exactly. And you get your message across. You don't have to type a million words. So it definitely is something that I'm getting used to, but something if I, if I start doing it with my friends at home, I think they would have some questions. I'm slowly trying to spread WhatsApp to the United States via my friends and family, but you're right. They feel uncomfortable at first with the voice messages, just like I did, because like we said, seriously, WhatsApp's not a thing in the United States. Not yet. 
but I think it will be. So the past few episodes, we've been talking a lot about work. Right. And you've been listening to the sound of my voice and the sound of Paige's voice a lot. And so (laughs) the next episode, we'll be here, but you'll get a little break from us because we're inviting two of our friends onto the show. So tune in next time. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.